She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast. And we have Wade Lightheart, and you are going to be in for a treat. We're going to be talking about fasting. We're going to be talking about hormones. We're going to be talking about longer fast. We have so many amazing things we're talking about today. So, Wade, welcome. Great to be here. And I love this topic. I've been fasting for uh, almost 25 years now. And so we can probably get into a lot of different nuances and the do's and don'ts, mistakes people make and the unique needs that women have, particularly when it comes to fasting. Awesome. Well, let's talk. I want to hear a little bit about your personal story and kind of what you got you on this path. And I want to hear a little bit about your personal journey with fasting. Sure. So I was, a, you know, uh, I would say I was, a, you know, born in Canada might hear it in my accent, lived a rural life, played hockey, did all this stuff, fell in love with bodybuilding when I was 15, um, started working out in my barn and then went off to university uh, in over 16 years, ended up becoming um, a Mr. Universe competitor representing my country and won some national championships. And then after that, uh, Mr. Universe thing, I gained 42 pounds of fat and water after that contest. Basically, I went from Mr. Universe to Mr. Marshmallow. And the reason that was is that I had disrupted my digestive system from following the quote unquote, the best performance science out there. And this was devastating, as you can imagine. I had spent my whole career on that. And I was like, wow, I need to figure this out. And I had a good fortune of meeting a, a medical doctor. His name was Dr. Michael O'Brien. And he introduced me to a variety of concepts about rebuilding my digestive health. Um, concordantly, I was also studying Eastern philosophy. And one of the aspects of Eastern philosophy was to take periods of regular fasting. And it concorded with repairing your gut health and you know hitting another level of vitality and health. And I think a lot of people make the mistake that I did is they associate fitness with health and fitness is a component of health, but it's not health. And many of the people that we revere in the world of fitness are actually compromising their health to create a certain aesthetic ideal. So we have a triangle that we talk about aesthetics, performance and health. Those three areas are kind of like make, you know, is the ultimate version of, you know, going from sick to superhuman, if you will. So uh, I started experimenting uh, with fasting. And of course, that was the antithesis to a bodybuilding type mentality, which in the sport of bodybuilding, you're very concentrated about how often and frequently you eat and your macros and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, you have to address the fears of what if I starve to death? Will I lose all my muscles? Well, all these sort of things that you have to kind of unwind in your psychology at first. And I started experimenting. So I started with simple things, just uh, doing uh, one day fasts. And, you know, after a month of doing one day fast, I was like, wow, that's pretty easy, actually. It's like, I didn't die, I didn't starve to death, I didn't waste away. So I moved into, um, and I would combine that with <clears throat> various types of herbs, intestinal cleanser, parasite cleansers, things like that, too. I started to learn about all the things that disrupt excuse me, <clears throat> our health and our hormones um, and as well that can compromise our skin or our brain function. And so there's all these little critters that you need to wipe out so you could accelerate the benefits of fasting by adding some of these components into it. And then I extended into three-day fasts and five-day fasts and then 10-day uh, water fast was the longest one that I was able to do. I never did the 40-day, you know, kind of biblical fast. <clears throat> it's kind of like the granddaddy because I do believe that there could be some uh, <clears throat> there could be some metabolic issues that happen when you go into those ones. Those are good in healing situations when people are suffering from a major condition, but it may impact your metabolism. And so over the course of years, and then I started introducing these concepts, particularly with uh, clients who were struggling and resetting their metabolism, or they were, you know, had a variety of conditions that they weren't able to get rid of from regular diet and training uh, modalities. And over the course of that time, I've found some ways that I could accelerate, improve fast, I could use it for healing, I could use it for meta metabolism, I could use it for weight management, 
um, and uh, increased levels of awareness. And so uh, it's been a fun journey. that it's so funny that you what I liked what you just said you're like I didn't waste away and I actually wrote a best-selling book called waste away with Chantel Ray and what's comical about it is that um I like for a girl right I would love for someone to say oh my gosh you know and that that's kind of what started the book was that I was like you know I people would say to me, oh my gosh, you look like you're wasting away when I was losing weight. And so that book was all about me and my weight loss journey of wasting away. But see, like for, for girls, people would be like, oh my gosh, yes, that's the best, the best thing for you to say. A guy doesn't want that as much, but um, so let's talk a little bit about the whole bodybuilding piece, because I love that you are so passionate about this because one of the things that people say, a lot of guys that have come to me and they're like, the reason I don't want to do fasting is because even though I have a lot of fat to lose, I don't want to lose my muscle. And they are constantly asking me about working out in a, in a fasted state. So I'd love to see what your kind of workout schedule is and how, what your opinion is on that topic? Yeah, great question. So when it comes down to the types of fasting, you have to look at uh, a couple of factors. Number one is um, what are the training demands that you might be putting on yourself? What are your uh, ultimate objectives? And also, you know, what your hormone profile might be, what your regular diet is going to be and what your lifestyle um, challenges are going to be. When people start out fasting, I suggest they start with small fasts. So if they're used to eating throughout the day, you know, you, you go to a 12 hour time window, maybe a 10 hour, maybe an eight hour or do, you know, a one day fast to, to get over what I call the psychological impediments that you are going to starve to death, you're going to die, you can't function. Um, and there's some physiological components when you initiate fasting, you start you do go through detoxing cycles, uh, the benefits of autophagy, which is the, um, the digestion of dysfunctional cells, that's the benefit system, primarily of a top of, of fasting, if you get to 16 hours or so, you really start getting super benefits, which the long for a longevity perspective, the the one common element, there's, there's three common elements that determine your longevity. One, eat less. Two, maintain um, muscle mass. And three, have uh, uh, elite cardiovascular health, which is in the top 2.5 percentile of the population of cardiovascular, which is not that hard to actually achieve. It sounds hard, but people are so cardiovascularly compromised or not. So those three things will lead it. Now, fasting is one of the best ways to move that way if it's done in a, what I would call an intelligent way. So start small. And when you first start fasting, oftentimes you'll experience detox symptoms. You may get hungry, you might have a little bit of a headache, you might feel nauseated, you might have uh, anxiety coming up, oh, I don't have enough food or I don't have enough energy. Most of those will pass away after four to six weeks of regular fasting. And, and oftentimes, if you're doing intermittent fasting, you can get rid of those in like three weeks. You get past the psychological hurdles. And at that stage, you can start addressing the physiological components. I will say there are some key differences that I've been able to observe between men and women. Men run on a 24-hour hormone cycle. Women run on a 28-day cycle very different. So men oftentimes do better by fasting earlier in the day and eating later because their testosterone levels are higher in the morning, where women oftentimes will do better if they eat early and stop eating earlier in the day is a common element simply because of the way the hormone cycle, the first thing that you put in your mouth is going to set up your neurochemistry, it's going to set up your whole um, physiology. And the research from psychology uh, has indicated that women are more likely to suffer from negative-based emotions if they don't have their food stabilized, especially at certain times in their uh, hormonal cycle. So you really want to you really want to 
take into effect that. So if you're a woman following just maybe, you know, your favorite fasting guru, who's a dude uh, telling you how to do it might not be the best thing. You might want to understand that from a female perspective, if you're a lady, and if you're a guy, you would probably advocate something on the male side, just, just as a side or someone who knows both. Second thing is, is um, the quality of the food that you're eating off your fast is also a factor. So, you know, it's, it goes without saying clean, lean food, wh whatever the diet is. And I've seen people do it on a paleo diet, a keto diet, and a plant-based diet. That should be suited towards your lifestyle, your personal preferences, and what works with your epigenetics. But making sure that you have um, good amounts of uh, essential fatty acids, proteins, and I would say long chain carbohydrates and those things. And in other words, not simple foods. If you're trying to fast eating Twinkies when you're off it, your blood sugar cycle is going to raise and rise and fall too much and hormone stability will be very difficult to maintain. Those are some of the basics about fasting. And then we can kind of dive a little bit deeper if you want to go on, on, on some of the kind of advanced things, depending on what your outcome is. So there's, there's fasting for muscle building. And so there's a way of resetting your protein amino acid transfer if you're an athlete. So a lot of guys are interested in that. And then there's fasting in order to lose body weight. And there's an effective way to do it. And there's a way that will completely screw up your metabolism. And I've seen that happen as well. So we can dive into whichever one you'd like to, to talk about. Either one's fine with me. Okay. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about the common uh, mistakes people make when fasting. Usually when people fast, what initially happens is they reduce the time that they're eating and therefore there's a reduction of overall calorie consumption. That leads to uh, uh, a, a, a calorie deficit over their energy production. So in the early stages of fasting, people will fast a little bit and then say, oh, you know, I don't have, I don't have inflammation which is that'll suck a bunch of water out of the system, which gives, you know, oftentimes instant weight losses or relatively fast weight losses, which are not necessarily body fat based, are just simply water and intestinal bulk. Second thing is if they continue doing intermittent fasting, alternate day fasting, or periodic day fastings, you'll go probably about three months with continued benefits from that process. So I've seen a lot of people go maybe down two or three dress sizes, say in the course of three months, just from uh, increasing their fasting times. The, the shorter the window that you fast, the more concentrated you're going to have to be on your nutrient infusion. And what that means is uh, making sure that you get the essential elements that will support your unique needs. And how do you know that? I suggest people start off with a DEXA scan. A DEXA scan will show your lean body mass, your, your bone mass, and your body fat level. So you're tracking that. Number two, I would say you would want to start with a Dutch test. Uh, a Dutch test will give you a hormone profile so that you are very clear about your hormone balance. And usually in that first two or three months, fasting will actually improve your hormone profiles, your cycles, all that sort of stuff. You'll see those benefits. The other thing you would probably want to look at um, uh, is your uh, blood glucose level. So there's a test called the HOMO IR test, which measures both insulin response and blood sugar response. They're actually intertwined, but they are variants there. And so in order to be successful at fasting, you want to have a stable blood sugar and different foods when you break fast will cause higher spikes, or we'll be able to, to, to keep you at a level blood sugar. And that will likely keep you from overeating. The other thing I would suggest is doing a spectrocell test. The spectrocell test is probably the, the best uh, way of identifying what are the key vitamins and minerals and nutrients that your body is not either getting from your diet or has trouble absorbing from your diet. So when you are in your eating windows, you're addressing those vitamins, those minerals, those essential things that maybe is more difficult for you to, to eat, to consume or to extract or maybe deficient in your diet. So for example, I'm a plant-based guy. I have to make sure that I really concentrate on getting some saturated fats inside my diet, which aren't very prevalent in a plant-based diet, because I'm not, um, 
Otherwise, my hormones will crash because I don't have enough of the essential components to make my hormone profile. If you're more of a ketogenic person, you may have to be conscientious about adding fiber into the diet because you're not getting enough fiber and you don't have enough feed for your good bacteria in your stomach or for uh, proper elimination. So you make these adjustments based on your diet and, and SpectraCell will really help you on that thing. So those three tests, you, and you can do those periodic, uh, the, the SpectraCell test, you do it once every five years. Um, the HOMO IR, maybe once every five years, but the DEXA scan can be something that you're tracking. What you don't want to do is get into a situation where you're losing lean body mass because for keeping your metabolism up is directly correlated with that. And as you fast longer, you can oftentimes become addicted to the biochemical high that will start to, your body will make adjustments for. Now, if done correctly, where you're eating sufficient calories in your windows to keep your metabolism up, then it's going to work really well. If you're not eating sufficient calories and, and macros and micros, then eventually you'll start to crash. Your exercise level will go down. Your, uh, your, your um, metabolism will start to decrease because muscle mass is the determination of your uh, metabolism and brain activity. So when you're going through that process, you want to gradually keep your fasting in, you know, going in the right direction. So your calorie windows stay relatively small. You keep your, but your calorie totality stays the same. And then as you address, adjust your, and your hormone profile improves and gets better, which is quite common. Now you can increase the amount of exercise that you are doing over the long term. So when you first start out fasting, oftentimes you're tired, you don't feel good, you might have a little headaches and stuff like that. So working out, it's better to do light types of workouts, you know, you know, extended walks or low impact cardio or things like that. As you get more proficient at fasting and your hormones start to respond well, you can go into full on weight training workouts. I would probably avoid HIIT training, uh, that real high intensity side, because usually that will have, you know, giant swings in hunger, which makes fasting more difficult. And then um, as you kind of extend out, then you can start getting into those three-day fasts uh, where you can really, or, or moving into an alternate day fasting. Let's say if you got uh, a period of time where you need to lose, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. So uh, I would say you set up your fasting windows, you, you start moving through this over the course of maybe six, eight weeks. And then for a three-week burst, do alternate day fasting for three weeks. And that is you'll eat in a 12 hour window, you'll take 36 hours off, eat in a 12 hour window, take 36 hours off, eat in a 12 hour window, and then maybe take two days where you're eating and do that three times and then go back to a regular intermittent fasting. If you extend past those three days, oftentimes you'll feel a rebound in hunger and you will uh, disrupt your hormone profiles and you'll, you'll tend to overeat later on and, and, you know, kind of reverse the trend. And that's a really fast and effective way to kind of hit your weight goals beforehand. And from a bodybuilding side, I'll finish the other side of it. On the bodybuilding side, for men, um, if you can cut your windows down um, and really extend your morning fast uh, over the course of say two to three months where you're keeping your window tight and not eating say before noon, testosterone levels in men rise really high. Uh, doing that. And you'll start to notice your testosterone levels really start to go up on a regular basis. So you can watch your Dutch test. And if you're providing enough saturated fats in your diets, you'll start seeing testosterone. And this is a major crisis for, for men that is not being addressed. And so many men are going to TRT, um, which is testosterone replacement therapy, even in their 20s and 30s. Now it's, it's, it's an epidemic, which is impacting the psychology of men and the relationships between men and women. Um, this fasting cycle, I've seen so many guys take their testosterone from sub 200 levels, well in excess of five, six, even sometimes up to as high as 700, just by incorporating fasting in a strategic method. And of course, when you have those hormones available, you're easily, uh, more easily build muscle and lose body fat. 
Hey guys, I want to tell you about a product that I'm completely obsessed with right now. It's called Buy Optimizers, and one of them is called Magnesium Breakthrough. And the reason why I love it so much is because it has all seven forms of magnesium in one bottle. It literally upgrades virtually every function in your body, like helps you with your sleep, helps you with stress, which I'm under a lot of stress right now, working a lot. And then the second one is called Massimes, and it's a really potent enzyme blend for digestive function. And so we literally did a test with this. It was so cool with steak. And then we put the massimes in there and it literally broke down the steak. So if you're like getting tired after you're eating, you need this because it will optimize your digestion and really help you with absorption and absorbing those nutrients. So I have really good news. If you go to magbreakthrough.com slash Chantel Ray, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Chantel Ray, you will get a discount code. You've got to try it. I love it. Mm, well, I've got a wonderful question from a listener right here. The guy's name is Joseph. He says, I'm a 42-year-old male. I used to drink every day two Starbucks coffees with about 160 calories with sugar and cream and fast all day and then eat a huge dinner. And I'm about 15 pounds heavier than I want to be. The problem is, is when I get home, I was so hungry that I was just eating way too much. A friend of mine is trying to talk me into doing a six meal, small meals with the right macros. The problem is I tried it and I'm so hungry. You get these five prepackaged shakes and bars, and then you're supposed to have a lean and green at night. This is not really working for me either because I feel like I'm starving. I also feel like my testosterone levels aren't as high as they used to be. What do you think is the best solution, Joseph? Well, great question. So it, it, you, you've actually got uh, the same problem repeated in two different ways, and it's how you're starting your day. Um, when you're using prepackaged or just going with macros with oftentimes uh, simple carbohydrates and what I call low-quality proteins, what happens is you're increasing your cortisol levels early in the day. So your Starbucks issue is similar to the multiple meals a day issue is that you're not providing enough fiber in your diet that's going to allow stability, blood sugar stability inside. So for losing body fat over a long period of time, you want to keep your blood sugar at a relatively stable level and your overall calorie intake lower than your metabolism. Now, as you extend further into that, you're going to experience um, satiety issues, hunger issues. So the key element to that is making high satiety-based foods. High, so if you're doing a multiple meal strategy, you're going to make the you you want to have uh, ample amounts of protein in each meal, and you want ample amount of carbohydrates, which are not simple carbohydrates, not packaged and prepackaged meals. You need to eat real food. You need to eat like, and it could be if bodybuilders typically will do potatoes, rice, lean meats, uh, you know, and, and, and oftentimes fibrous vegetables. The fibrous vegetables, and people when they start out, they can never eat as much as they can over time as their probiotics uh, build up, they'll be able to consume more will help with satiety as will the protein. And it'll also uh, stabilize your blood sugar so the carbohydrates are released slowly. When you're doing the Starbucks and the prepackaged meal, you get a quick burst of carbohydrates. You spike insulin levels. And then what happens is your insulin sucks all the sugar out and then you tank below. And that's why I suggested the HOMO IR test because now you want to eat the foods that keeps that nice, even flow so you don't feel the peaks and valleys. If you're doing it on an intermittent fasting side, what I would suggest is dump the Starbucks in the cream and sugar. If you're going to go down that right, I would suggest only using an Americano, which is about a third of the caffeine intake, which will keep your cortisol levels low, nothing in it. And then at, say, noon, you would hit a really hearty meal, something with a lot of uh, slow-burning carbohydrates. Uh, some good proteins and some fiber, and then maybe hit two more meals in an intermittent fasting, say by six o'clock, right? You'll be good to go. If you're going to the, the strategy, we're going to eat five times a day, you'd eat less fiber, 
smaller amounts of protein and smaller amounts of carbohydrate uh, from long chain sources. And that will keep your, so you don't get too full. You can still hit your macros because uh, you because it's hard at first to go from like eating two or one to three meals a day to five meals a day as a ginormous change. So with the five meals, you need less fiber and your carbohydrates don't necessarily need to be um, as much long chain. But if you're using bars and shakes and stuff like that, you're going to set yourself up for failure. That is not the way to go. So you need to get prepackaged real food meals. I cook, I use a um, uh, one of those... Uh, those specialized cookers where I cook up a lot of rice, I cook up a lot of potatoes and I cook up a lot of vegetables and I eat a lot of beans and I just put it in packages and I just scoop it out, put it in my thing and, I, and I'm off the go and it's actually simple, fast and easy. So uh, that's the only way I know of, of being successful over the long term with that. Love it. This is from Sandy Stallman. I'm having major inflammation in my body. Every piece of my body is inflamed. I have water on my knee. All my joints are hurting. I have some uh, psoriasis and arthritis issues. I used to be able to do a lot more fasting. I could do like a one day fast or a three day fast. And I felt like my body would heal very quickly. The problem is I'm going through premenopause. So this is an issue for me because I can't do as much fasting help Sandy Stallman. Yeah. Oh, so oftentimes um, there's a couple of things and I didn't get her age or, but she's obviously entering into premenopausal situations. Sometimes that can be brought on by fasting or sometimes it's just part of the natural aging process that you're dealing with. Uh, again, um, without knowing all the information or providing medical advice, I would first off get your Dutch testing so that you have someone, a functional medicine doctor to ensure that you're stabilizing your hormones before they crash. The second thing is usually when you have inflammatory based conditions, the general pH of the body is uh, acidic and you're dumping minerals out of your connective tissues and out of your bones to stabilize your blood pH. So there's probably a severe mineral deficiency. I would also add you're probably consuming too many acidic-based foods, and that are uh, caffeinated beverages, uh, sodas, anything in cans, any uh, anything that that that's uh, contributing to an acidic condition. Sugars, packaged foods, uh, poorly developed proteins. So I would move to more an alkaline-based diet. You might want to consider getting uh, an ionizer, like a water ionizer, that you can jack up the pH of your water and provide uh, electrical-based antioxidants. I know I use that for my own self to stabilize because oftentimes when you're losing body fat, you uh, as you metabolize fats, you'll start to become more acidic. And so you need to offset that and consume sufficient amount of water a day. And this is one of the strategies that bodybuilders use actually in order to stabilize their life and also to create satiety inside the system. And then second, you got to address the hormone issue. Oftentimes there's not enough saturated fats in order to manufacture that. And there may be key element. There may be um, enzymes that you're missing. I would also look at adding magnesium into your diet. Magnesium is a key element that almost everybody is deficient in. Um, and if you're having these inflammatory based conditions, you're dumping minerals out of the system. And that's probably a calcium magnesium uh, imbalance. We usually get enough calcium in our diet. Very few people get enough magnesium. So adding magnesium, ionized water, uh, getting your hormones checked, ensuring that you have uh, enough essential fatty acids um, you know, three sixes and nines in the right balance. And then, um, you know, being very, very conscientious, um, and then having a functional medicine doctor to regulate your hormone stuff, because at a certain stage, you are going to sit into a, a place where I find for, for a lot of women, as they go through uh, premenopausal, they're adjusting. And so if you have these micronutrients, you'll be okay. Uh, and you won't have you won't fall off the cliff when you go into menopause that so many women do and they just kind of like shrivel up. If you're tracking it now and you make those adjustments, 
then you can make an easier transition. And if you decide to go into hormone replacement therapy, you're not going to have the complications that often happen because you've addressed your, your, your uh, micros and macros beforehand. If you just go to hormone therapy, which so many women do, without addressing the underlying causes of this, then you're setting yourself up for a variety of complications that I wouldn't advise. And so you can't you can't use drugs as a way to get out of it. You've got to get your nutrition and thing, and you need a functional medicine doctor to help you do that. Hey guys, I really want you to join our intermittent fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some digest aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our intermittent fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. that this goes great into our next question. It's from Kelby Ann. I'm 48 years old and I'm extremely constipated all the time. I've listened to your podcast about magnesium and it seems like it's such a great thing. The only problem is I've tried it and I get some leg cramps when I get it. I feel like my potassium levels might be off. I feel the best when I eat a lot of coconut and a lot of banana. The problem is I eat so many bananas. I think that's part of making what's causing me to be constipated. I'm very stressed at work. We're very short-handed and I am taking on a lot. I own my own accounting firm, so I do have a lot of stress. And I do think that's part of the reason what's causing me to be constipated. I'm also taking progesterone cream and testosterone cream that is compounded at a compound pharmacy. Do you have any thoughts that might help Kelby Ann? Yeah, great question. And very common elements. And um, there's a couple of things. So when it comes to constipation, there's a couple of factors. The first thing I would look at is what is your hydration levels? I would increase your water consumption to you can get to a gallon a day. And people go, well, that's a lot of water. Yes, that's a lot of water. You're constipated. Uh, when I was running tests in my holistic health clinic, Virtually everybody that came in was in a state of constant uh, and uh, continuous chronic dehydration. And by the sounds of it, uh, this lady is in that situation. The second thing that you want to look at is what is the state of your microbiome? Uh, oftentimes, people who have used go into uh, hormone replacement therapy um, will find that prior to hormone replacement therapy, they may have been exposed to a significant amount of antibiotics um, and disrupted their microbiome. So they're, they have a gut dysbiosis that is not allowing them to um, extract the food that they need. And also it is disrupting the natural peristaltic contraction. The third thing that I would look at also is, especially if you're in accounting, you're oftentimes sitting a lot. And this can create uh, problems in the actual structure of the spine in how electrical flow of the energy flows through the intestinal tract. And oftentimes, uh, I've got chiropractors that will take people and go through an adjustment and they'll literally crap themselves on the table because they've got so much mucoid plaque built up in the system. But your spine, every, every junction of the spine, there's nerves that come out and they are connected to all of our internal organs as well as to muscle tissue so movement recharges the muscles actually recharge the nerves and those specific organs and there's you know physiological tables of how each muscle is connected to each organ but if you're sitting a lot there's oftentimes impingement because we're not designed to sit so i, I would look at your chair maybe start like i'm at a standing desk for example, I'm, I'm actually standing as I work. Some people will use a ball so that you have to activate your core. I would work on making sure that you develop a proper core treatment, keep your hydration high, uh, select probiotics based on your dietary stuff. So you might want to get a, a GI map where you'll look at the probiotics that are present and not do that. And if you adjust all those things, um, then I'm sure that you'll be able to reverse the trend relatively quickly. And one of the things that we pride ourselves at by optimizers we talk about this is turning your number twos into number ones and uh, that's a big priority most of the population is constipated to some extent and it's for those reasons poor hydration um, inefficient electrical firing poor core strength and a dysbiosis inside their gut you address those things almost always your uh, your number twos start to change 
Well, let's talk about the magnesium because she mentions it. And um, I think that I can relate to her in the sense of the magnesium. And I personally love by optimizers, um, magnesium breakthrough because they have all seven forms of magnesium. And it literally just seems like every function in your body seems to work better. So I want you to talk a little bit about the, you know, the different forms of magnesium and why it's so important that someone is not just using one form of magnesium and what that does to your body. Yeah. So I'm going to just, because there was one backside of that first question that I wanted to get to, and which is the cramping. If she's experiencing cramping by adding magnesium, then there's almost always a disruption in the potassium levels as well as hydration. I would suspect it's hydration levels based on her potassium levels seem high. So that can be, so uh, bodybuilders would use uh, slow K dehydration matters, which are involved in potassium imbalances, and they would get cramping if there is a disbalance. So um, increase the hydration will likely correct that. When it comes to magnesium, different types of magnesium are taken up by different parts of the body. So some goes to your brain, some address hormone issues, some go to your uh, your. Um, vascular system, some go to your heart, some involved in neurotransmitter formation. And so we were able to identify uh, the seven best magnesiums and how we were going to um, integrate them into a simple formula that you could get all of them at once. And so we have addressed, and, and just so people are looking at magnesium dietary wise, dark chocolate, avocados, nuts like almonds, cashews, brazils, uh, seeds, pumpkin, flax, and chia, bananas, leafy greens, tofu, and legumes. Um, if you crave dark chocolate, or if you crave chocolate, chances are you're magnesium deficient. That's, uh, so our body's always trying to fix that. When it comes to the magnesiums, we have magnesium chelate, which is good for um, neurotransmitter formation. Citrate, just a small amount of that, that trans draws water into the intestines and is also, which can assist in being a laxative. Uh, it also improves uh, acid indigestion. We talked about earlier, the other lady who had uh, uh, disbalances in her uh, inflammation. That's usually too acidic in the body. It can help with that. Magnesium bisglycinate. Um, this one has uh, been shown in research studies to improve high blood pressure and heart disease. In fact, uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, not the one on CNN, but the, uh, the heart doctor in the UK, who's also just as popular, um, he uses uh, magnesium magnesium and rec finds recovery in 25% of his patients that are scheduled for heart <laughs> surgery, if you can believe that. Um, Biscosinate also is, is involved in uh, diabetes, blood sugar regulation, osteoporosis, migraine headaches, it's a vasodilator. Migraine headaches are an inflammatory response that cause constriction of the blood vessels. Then we have um, serotonin, it's, it's also a precursor to serotonin formation, which is the feel-good hormone. Magnesium malate, um, that's involved in enzyme processes. Uh, we're famous for enzymes. There's over 25,000 enzymes in your body. Everything from thinking to blinking is an enzyme and magnesium malate helps uh, improve enzymatic activity. Ma we've got uh, magnesium torate. Uh, that improves uh, cardiovascular health, also prevention of migraines and cognitive function and memory. If people are suffering from um, memory issues, oftentimes they're not producing enough GABA, which is very helpful for that. Uh, and taurine is a precursor to that. So magnesium taurate also create, uh, improved BDNF, brain-derived nootropic factors, insulin sensitivity, and PMS, particularly cramping among PMS. Magnesium can help with that menstrual pain, irritability, bloating, all that sort of stuff. Orotate, one of my favorites. This one is for uh, the maintaining normal nerve function and muscle function, heart rate. You know, you hear about uh, vasomototone. So again, making sure that your blood flows properly and that your heart fires at its right level. Your heart's an amazing uh, organ. Um, then we got amazium, uh, magnesium aspartate. Again, that's another acid alkaline balance. It also is involved in the metabolism of carbohydrates, amino acids, and fats. And in fact, in our research lab, when you add uh, these magnesiums into the diet, we start seeing that your probiotics start producing different antioxidants. They improve the flow of nutrients into the body. So you're actually feeding the bacteria as well. We've got uh, magnesium sucrosomial, which is a new part that we've just added in, 
which has been shown to be two or three times uh, better than the best absorbable magnesiums. And we, we put that in. And then also humic and fulvic acid. Those are the uh, acids that plants use in order to transfer uh, inorganic compounds into organic compounds. B6 and manganese are all elements of magnesium breakthrough. That's why it's become the most popular magnesium product in the world because we're the only company that addresses all of those issues and all the components to deliver it into your tissues where you need it instead of your toilet where you don't want it. Mm, I love that. Hey guys, I'd love for you guys to listen to a podcast that we did about the side effects from wine and the differences between natural wine and traditional wine. So go to chantelrayway.com slash wine and you'll see transcripts, you'll see some different episodes, but here's the thing. You can get your penny bottle now of dry farm wines and make the decision that if you're going to have wine to make sure you have the most natural, healthy wine in the world with no additives, only natural ingredients. All the other wines out there have so much sulfate, so much sugar. Why put that poison in your body? So get your penny bottle now at chantelrayway.com slash wine. So let's talk about magnesium. I have one more question and this is uh, from Morella Style. Um, this says, my sleep is a mess right now. I am taking two Tylenol PMs every single night. I then started doing two Tylenol PMs every other night. I know they're not good for me, but I can't sleep without it. I have tried magnesium and it helps a little bit, but not enough. What is your suggestion for great sleep? Yeah. So this is a powerful topic. Americans, by the way, are the, uh, the poorest sleepers on the planet by nature. Uh, and there's a reason for that. Number one, you need to set up a sleep cycle. So what do you, in, in other words, a sleep prep. So um, there's a big variance in people's um, responsiveness to electromagnetic frequencies in blue light. You run on a circadian rhythm, blue light, things from TVs, phones, and computers. You need to start shutting that off early. If you're sensitive to EMF uh, pollution and a good genetics and epigenetic expert will be able to determine the level of sensitivity, that opens up little channels called aquaporins in your body that allows the calcium and magnesium to flow and your body thinks it's awake when it should be going down to sleep. So turning lights down at night, moving to candles, getting off TVs, cell phones, and all that stuff uh, an hour or two before bed, um, blocking out the light uh, that's coming into your, your room, blocking out EMFs. I know some people that have to go to even as, to the extent of adding a Faraday cage, uh, which is uh, like a like a uh, it blocks electromagnetic pollution. Checking your plugs turning off all your electronics, even your Wi-Fi in your house, especially like I've noticed I live here in Venice Beach, California, and it's there's a lot of Wi-Fi. I don't sleep nearly as well as I do if I'm out, say, in Sedona, Arizona, one of my favorite places that has low EMF rating and low light pollution. So light pollution, EMF pollution, having a sleep preparation, ensuring that you have a good mattress, that is supportive of your body, you can get really customized one, cooling the body temperature down, I like getting down at least below 68 degrees if you can to get the system cool um, and then creating a pattern for prepare for sleep. When you rely on drugs uh, in order to knock yourself out, you are setting yourself up for severe complications in life. And so you have to kind of address your sleep that you would address your job. Uh, and that's just a consequence of living in the modern world today. And if you do those things, there's lots of great books and, and courses and things on here on how to address your sleep system build a sleep system. It's worth it. It's spend a third of your life sleeping. It's worth doing it right. Yeah. And I will say, you know, again, even if she's tried magnesium, I think trying the magnesium breakthrough is the best. And we'll put that link in the show notes because of all the different forms of magnesium is really important. I actually, I have a, an aura ring and one of my things, you know, I don't know if you have an aura ring, but they give you like these little crowns every night, like that you do well. And yep. that is one area of my life that I have so dialed in is I get great, great sleep almost every single night. And I think that magnesium breakthrough really does help. 
And I think that is a really big one. So I would suggest that she use that. Now, what would you say for her to wean off that Tylenol PM? Like, what would she kind of have to do? All the things I suggested, all the things I suggested first. And maybe like taking like one and a half at at least. No, just get off it. Get off it. Get off it. You need to set your sleep cycle. You're disrupting the sleep cycle. And if you don't take the time to do that, there's no advantage to weaning off it. Um, Just cut it. You're going to go through a period of withdrawal. It's going to suck. Just get it over with. Mm, Got it. Perfect. So let's talk about some of the products that you guys sell and some of the best sellers. I want to talk about Masszymes for just a second, because to me, it is absolutely one of the best products for digestive function and also for nutrient absorption. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the videos that I saw that you had was talking about a steak where you guys put this masszymes in and it literally like started eating at the steak. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So enzymes are responsible from everything from thinking to blinking and digestive enzymes in particular are something that is naturally consumed by all animals that eat their food in a raw natural state. Well, humans obviously don't do that. And what happens, we're forced to manufacture our enzymes at huge metabolic costs, which leads to degeneration at a faster rate than other species. And so we, when I wrecked my digestion, following the latest and greatest nutritional research from the world's best experts, I realized that I had a problem. And thankfully, I met Dr. Brian and he corrected it. So we looked at what is, if we looked at the cross section of the population, what are the enzymatic needs that they're not getting in order to break down and digest, absorb and utilize their food properly? We developed um, uh, a kind of a, an enzyme for the masses, thus mass signs. And what that meant was, We put 17 different enzymes as well as the enzyme precursors and accelerators in a cultured enzyme, which is 100 to 1,000 times more powerful than a regular enzyme. And with all those cofactors, we were able to address the largest amount of dietary needs for people, whatever diet they were on. Particularly focus was on uh, proteases because undigested proteins cause the most problems in health. It causes leaky gut, bloating, gas, uh, skin conditions, poor uh, neurotransmitter formation, as well as the production of uh, all sorts of uh, bad bacteria will start producing, you know, nasty neurochemicals and things that make you feel lousy, make you feel depressed, unhappy, disrupt hormones. And so masszymes was something that we started and corrected my own digestion. And literally uh, now it's like tens of thousands of people around the world. So you take a few capsules before every meal and it ensures great digestion. You don't get that. I, I feel like I'm pregnant feeling. <laughs> uh, it makes your smoothness of you know elimination very easily. And uh, it's just an all around great product. And now we have developed specialty products like Capex for ketogenic diets, Vegzymes for plant-based diets, uh, Gluten Guardian, which is a digest gluten. People have trouble with gluten. So every one of those can be used in a specialty field. Uh, for best results, you can combine it with uh, HCL breakthrough. As we get older, we tend to produce less hydrochloric acid. Heartburn and acid reflux are a good chance that you have low hydrochloric acids, or if you get a lot of infections or catch every disease, it's part of our immune system. And then getting a high quality probiotic, our, our number one Navy seal of probiotics called P3OM, and that will break down and wipe out the bad guys, pathogenic bacteria and all sorts of contaminants. We've got a patent on that. You can check it out of the website. And then you can go into the other uh, formations like leaky gut. We have a uh, biome breakthrough that repairs leaky gut. We also have another product, Cognibiotics, for people who experience low moons, um, which are the probiotics that form the neurotransmitters like serotonin, which is 95% produced in the gut by these bacteria. And when you look at that, we we create an education system of how to use them, how to optimize them. And of course, we have a 365-day guarantee on every product. If you're not blown away, it doesn't work, it doesn't make you feel better, call us up. Emails, text us, send a carrier pigeon. We just give you all your money back. And and, and it's, it's something that we want to encourage you to experiment with your health in a risk-free way. I 
I want to ask, this is a great, because I have a, a question here from Joyce Lynn. She says, I heard a podcast that you did about stomach acid. My husband takes Tums and antacid all the time. He won't listen to me. Can you repeat it one more time of why he needs to stop taking this? I'm literally going to play it for him of exactly what you say. I tried to explain it, but it didn't work. He's not buying it, Joyce Lynn. Yeah, so, so uh, hydrochloric acid comes into your stomach uh, 30 to 60 minutes after digestion begins. And the job of hydrochloric acid is to change the pH of your digestive track, which will activate some enzymes and deactivate others. Its primary role, though, is to act at an agent that destroys pathogens, bugs, bacteria, and viruses. Now, at the top of your intestinal tract is a, what's called an esophageal sphincter, and it's a little flap that sits down there. If you do not have sufficient levels of acid in your body, what will happen is the food inside your, uh, in in your stomach will start to ferment, producing a gas that will keep the flap open, and some of the acid that you're producing will spill up and cause acid reflux and heartburn. So in the infinite wisdom of the population, they start adding antacids. Now, the problem with antacids is, yes, it alleviates the symptoms of heartburn of acid reflux, but it's disrupting your digestive health so that you have poorly digested food. You do not wipe out the bacteria. You start increasing dysbiosis in the gut, which leads to weight gain. It leads to brain fog. It leads to poor sleep uh, and a variety of other conditions if left unchecked over time. And of course, um, acid splashing up into your esophagus is the precursor to things like esophageal cancer, which is one of the fastest growing cancers out there. So the medical system will prescribe you like uh, an antacid medication for this. And that's even worse because again, you're further disrupting your natural digestive process. The easy way to tell if you do not produce enough antacid is to take a uh, half teaspoon of baking soda, mix it in four ounces of water, Drink it down on an empty stomach. If you burp within five minutes, you are producing enough acid. If you don't, you do not produce enough acid. And one capsule of hydrochloric acid after every one of your meals, and usually within a few weeks, will correct all of your, your acid-based conditions. Oh, wow. You did such a great job answering that question. I love that. Love that. Love that. All right. Two more questions. And actually, this is from the same person. It's Katie Shannon. She said, those of you have, who have reached your goal weight with ADF, alternate day fasting is what she means, did you find that you needed to maintain a variated schedule to maintain your weight or were you okay with more consistent daily, more of a consistent daily eating window? Yes. I'll let you answer that one and then- yeah, 21 days is about the top part before you start reducing metabolism. So I- um, in 21 days, you can create quite a rapid weight loss, um, which without wrecking your muscle tissue, but you need to go at least somewhere between eight to 12 weeks before you would go back from an alternate day fasting. Otherwise, you start depleting your met metabolism. And when you come off that, people start to notice there's a rebound weight gain. So again, Three weeks is the top end, probably better with two weeks of alternate fasting, maybe go another month, do another two weeks, go a month of stabilized eating and then, you know, et cetera, until you stair step your weight. Once you hit your achieving weight, then you can go back to, uh, you know, time constricted, you know, a window to intermittent fasting or periodic, you know, one or two or three days if you really like fasting and different uh, body types are more suitable to fasting than others. She says, I do mostly OMAD, which is one meal a day, but try to mix it up with my schedule. But I worry about the calorie restriction that is sometimes inevitable with OMAD. What yeah, it becomes thoughts? a problem. And particularly, it's the nutrient deficiencies. It's really hard to get all that food into one uh, diet, uh, one day of a diet. So if you're addressing your um, nutritional deficiencies, you're providing, uh, you know, when you're eating, if you're doing OMAD, I haven't seen anyone that's been able to maintain robust health for long periods of time doing OMAD. Um, it usually falls apart at some point. All the benefits that are gained from uh, restricted eating usually end up kicking you in the butt later on, especially if you're um, more athletically active. And so um, I think there's periods of time where that can be effective. So branch it out into maybe 
no more than three month periods. And when you go back to regular eating. So again, that's how we evolved through cyclic eating where there was, you know, feast and famine. Um, and I do get the, the, the kind of, for some body types, the high that you get on OMAD is really great as well as the autophagy factor, but there's a point where it becomes a limitation and you have to be able to kind of gauge where that is through the testing that I had suggested beforehand. Awesome. Well, I want you to tell listeners about some of your amazing products. I will tell you guys by optimizers is one of my favorite favorite, favorite products out there. And I will tell you my favorite, but I want you to kind of share for me. I love the magnesium breakthrough because of the seven forms of magnesium that's in it. I love the mass signs because I really feel like for me personally, I do have low stomach acid. So it's really important that I take that on a daily basis. Um, especially if I'm having steak or a lot of protein, my body just you know, it does have low stomach acid. It is what it is. I have to have that. Um, but I love the P3OM as well because it's a prebiotic and a probiotic. Um, and I definitely have some gut issues. So I want to hear from you kind of what are the best sellers and what are things that you go, this is kind of the things that people have to have. Yeah, so the digestive hack suited the digested health pack for basically optimizing your digestion, which would be Masszymes HCL P3OM, um, or it might be if you're ketogenic, it'd be Capex uh, HCL and P3OM, and if you are plant based, it would be Vegzymes HCL P3OM. That would be the standardization of that. Um, that's our best sellers right off the bat. People love the stack. It works really well. It makes your digestion work better and gives you all the nutrients that you require. Our best seller is by far and away mag breakthrough. Um, we have a code. If you put uh, www.magbreakthrough.com waste away and put code waste away, you get a 10% discount, not just on that, on any of our products, but what I think I'm most proud and it's of actually, it, we, I think we did waste away. And I think we also did Chantel Ray. So I okay, think perfect. we did both. Yeah, we did both. So you can either put either code in and I think they work, but here's what I'm most proud of. And it might sound ironic for a guy that owns a supplement company. We have a course that's available when you, you go to our site called the awesome health course. And it's 84 days. It's a 12 week course of five to 15 minutes where I take people through the first principles, air, water, exercise, sunlight, the things that optimize your health and the cellular function, mental beliefs and attitudes, education, catch, testing, and coaching to provide a whole rounded program that you can take watch on your phone while you're with the kids at gymnastics or little league. And it comes to you so that you build a body of wealth that you're building a system where you add the right elements to it. Virtually everybody needs to improve their digestion in North America. The research is well established. 12% of the emergency hospital visits are gastro related and illnesses. The big three killers are related to dietary components and over a hundred million people a day are suffering from some sort of digestive question, whether it's gas, bloating, indigestion, uh, dysbiosis, uh, infections, all that stuff and cleaning up your digestion will fix that. Okay. And so start there, but get the principles down of healthy living concordant. I give those away for free. It's what I've learned from literally coaching thousands of people for years. And then from that, you can select the right product based on your life. Uh, our, our customer service uh, answers all the, I, I've answered all the questions that our customer service use. I've trained them all very well in any question that comes in about your diet. I answered personally, uh, and we'll feed that information to you so that you make the right choice. You don't waste your money, that you take the right product at the right time within a complete program. And so that's our, our product profile. I wanna talk real quick about the difference between HCL breakthrough and masszymes, but just in general, like if yeah. someone says, okay, how do I know, should I take digestive enzymes or should I just take HCL? What's the difference? Okay. so. Digestive enzymes are masszymes in particular, 17 different enzymes that break down all the different types of food from an enzymatic process. Hydrochloric acid, HCL breakthrough, creates a few enzymes in conjunction with a few key minerals that help buffer the acids as well as uh, a plant-based uh, betaine hydrochloric acid, which will provide enough hydrochloric acid to wipe out pathogens that could be on your food as well as boost bolster your immune system and ensure 
the, the, that you go through the proper pH levels uh, as you go through the digestive process. And we've outlined all of that in uh, one of our videos in the five stages of digestion, which is available on the Awesome Health course that you can get from the site. Mm, I love that. Well, I will say, you know, your products are absolutely amazing. And just, I can't even believe like some companies are like one thing here or one thing there, but I feel like you guys have really done an amazing job. So thank you so much. I feel like it's made a huge difference in my health personally. And so I just want to thank you for all your hard work and you are doing so much in the community to really take people's lives and changing their health for the better. So thank you for doing that. And thank you for being on with us. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. Yeah, so they can uh, find us on all the social media platforms at bioptimizers.com and Facebook and Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and uh, drop into the site, bioptimizers.com. Of course, use that code WASTEAWAY and you will get a 10% discount on anything that you have. And of course, all of it has a, our money back guarantee. So look forward to hearing from you and uh, helping you improve your health, your vitality and your life. You guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.